Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. I am in the studio today. We're going to be talking about something very important, a little dedication to my dad, as well as to all fathers out there and just talking about life. I'm just going off the cuff on this one, folks. Stay tuned. Back in the studio after a couple months, you're going to enjoy this one. Okay, folks, I am back. Thanks for tuning in. Recording now with the Sony a6400 for all those out there doing videos and all that good stuff. I now also have the cloud lifter hooked up to my microphone. That way the microphone's not all the way in my face. I can get back a little bit off the microphone, getting things ready in the studio. As you can see now, the relevance for today's sign is visible and shuffle some things around. I've still got stuff on my shelf. I've always got stuff on my shelf. In fact, I forgot to turn my little candles on today, but it's nice to, hey, you know what? Let's turn the candles on. There candlelight for those of you who who are listening uh just got some candles on the shelf and i always love having pictures of my family so years down the road when they go to look at these videos they'll be able to see themselves on the shelves of the relevance for today podcast show with stephen lewis <laughs> hey anyway thanks for tuning in i hope you all enjoyed the kingdom preparation series one through ten uh, that was played in june july time frame if you didn't get to see it, go back. It's a 10-part series. I'm going to start setting everything up so people will be able to come in and just watch certain series like the Love Movement series, of course, the Kingdom Culture series, and things like that. It's just nice to be able to go in and you can binge watch it just like you're binge watching a show on Netflix and things like that. So thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate you all tuning in, connecting with me. Uh, it's been great. We've got different folks that have been asking about how to ask Jesus Christ into their life, which has been really exciting because that's what this is all about, being able to reach people all around the world. Shout out to our new listeners in India. Oh, my word. We've got quite a few listeners in India, subscribers. That's fantastic. I've been looking on Libsyn. Uh, we've got some folks in Pakistan. We even have folks in China, Russia. Japan, the Philippines, Samoa Islands, England, Germany, different countries, Brazil, and uh, quite a few different places. So if I forgot to mention your country, shout out to you. Thanks for tuning in. And whenever you listen on Facebook, um, go ahead and chime in what country you're living from, you know, if you're watching the video, because it's always nice. So today... I am going to be talking. I just want, I told my dad, I said, dad, I'm going to dedicate an episode to you. And uh, of course, dad's private. So I have to be careful what I share. <laughs> but you know, he knows who I'm talking about. Dad subscribes to the channel. Uh, he listens on a podcast app and uh, coming up, be praying for the ministry, be praying for relevance for today ministry, because we're going to be stepping into some new things going to be able to reach more people around the world. So I'm really excited about that growth. You know, all I knew was get your studio set up in the basement and God has been opening up doors. So it's fantastic. And as you can see, I'm still working on my lighting and things like that. I know some of you, hey, you're probably going to say it looks great. 
but like me and my son had a little chit chat and he was sharing a few things with me like my hat shadow when I was doing a video because I had to do a two-part series I was doing videos with other people in the studio and I didn't have all my lighting I normally use so I had a hat shadow on my face and different things like that so just working on that but thanks for listening to me rant and rave about that but anyway dad first of all I just want to say thank you for all you've done for my life um, as most of you know if you've seen some of my messages in the past in 2019 my mother passed away wonderful amazing amazing mother I can't say enough about her mom and dad truly blessed us in many many ways she's gone to be with the Lord she missed out on the COVID craziness and so in a way that was kind of a blessing me and dad always say but wonderful woman so today I'm going to be talking about wonderful dad who is 79 at the moment but he's 79 years young and so it's amazing I mean he's in better shape than I am no joke he can get out and walk some miles uh, he's very active uh, but dad grew up in South Carolina and just to give you a little bit of basis of this because this is really important I want to share this with you folks dad grew up in South Carolina very poor family but you wouldn't have known it you know how it is you can grow up you can look back on things and said yeah we were poor you know large family seven children mother and father father went to work in the coal mines and things like that and uh, ended up getting in an accident losing part of his leg and so but they made it they made it and uh, that's the powerful part so you got a poor black family growing up in South Carolina and uh, sometimes the, the boys four four brothers three sisters and uh, they would get up and have to go out and work in the field and uh, sometimes they'd have to get up and work in the field before they got to go to school and of course they brought the money home and put it in the pot to help feed the family and that's what you did back then it wasn't uh, you're gonna go out and do this you're gonna go out and do that they just did it but they grew up in a Christian based home and God was always kept first no matter what and that's very key and so basically many hardships I mean you know dad told some stories when I had him on here doing an interview years ago back when mom passed away but many things went on in their lives they saw many things they were growing up when there was a lot of real racial tension not this stuff that's going on now but real racial tension back in the day and so they saw a lot of things but the one thing my grandmother always did was she raised her children to love everyone the way Jesus Christ teaches us and that's so important it didn't matter what color skin they had my grandmother raised my father in a Christ-like way and that is so powerful I can't say that enough and in 2020 when a bunch of stuff was going on in the United States with racial division of course it's Satan behind the racial division never forget that Satan is good at math he knows how to divide he knows how to divide and I've said this before and I'll say it again God created our skin colors to be beautiful all different colors no matter what color you are your skin is beautiful and it's just your outer skin it has nothing to do with the person within remember that it has nothing if we all lost our skin colors where would we all be what would the enemy have us looking at to divide each other the color of our eyes 
how tall we are, how short we are, how much we weigh. You know what I'm saying, but I don't want to get into that. But I want to say right now, praise God, my grandmother raised my father in a way that taught him how to love everyone, no matter who they were, no matter what they looked like, no matter where they were from. But my dad made himself a promise. He said to himself, when he graduated, he wanted to get out of the South. Personally, he wanted to get out and make something of himself because he did not see himself in the fields working the rest of his life. And I thanked him for that. And I still thank him for that. Um, during Father's Day, I love writing dad and I'll write him a letter. And in that letter, I'll explain different things and thank him for different things. But last year was a real eye opener. The Holy Spirit showed me something powerful. And that powerful thing the Holy Spirit showed me, I'm going to share it with you in a minute. So dad went in the Air Force. He served in the Air Force. He had a great career. On his way to the Air Force, I'll just share this little nugget just to show you, back in the 60s, okay, back in those days, the 50s and 60s, they still had to ride on the back of the bus. So my father went to serve our country, and when he went to get on the bus, he sat up near the front, and the bus driver told him, you're not past the Mason-Dixon line yet. You need to sit in the back of the bus, son. So dad got up, went to the back of the bus. And that was heartfelt, deep, deep down. It's hurt. It, it hurts. But my father was raised in a Christ-filled home, and he was raised to love everyone. So he didn't look at the man and get angry at the man because of what he said to him. He knew the ways of the world at that time. So he went to the back of the bus, and then when they went on and got closer up north, he was able to sit wherever he wanted on the buses. But they went into basic training. He went and served. He was in Alaska. And when he got out, he was an artist. And him and mom, he met mom. They got married. Powerful story there. But he ended up getting a job with a great career, that allowed us to travel overseas. And so he grew from that. We grew from that. But, you know, and to share some things like dad's heart, you know, it's funny as kids, we don't realize how much we're like our parents. We'll fight it and kick it and scream and say we raised ourselves or I learned everything myself. But when you get older and more mature, like when you hit 40 and 50, sometimes younger, but 40 years old around there, if you really put your pride aside, you'll be able to sit back and look at your parents before it's too late and realize what they've done for you. And sometimes it takes you having children before you realize it. And I'm talking to some of you out there right now because some of you right now are squirming in your seat listening to this because you know where I'm going with this. Do not take your parents for granted. Remember the good times. I apologize for some of you, and I know it's nothing I can do or nothing I did, but I apologize for some of you who did grow up in households where it was rough. Every home wasn't perfect. Every home did not have a good parent in it. So I don't take for granted the way I was raised. But just remember the good times. Remember those good things. There's lots of things that we forget we get out on our own, we think we know everything, and like they say, for a male, 
Men, our brains don't mature till we turn like 25 years old, our decision-making part of our brain. And so we develop a little slower. So we do the stupidest things, raising my hand, me being first, done some crazy things, done some things I'm ashamed of, done some things that I wish I could go back in time and erase. Still to this day, even though I know that through Jesus Christ, I've been forgiven, but I still look back sometimes and think, man, I wish I never went down that path. I wish I'd never done this. I wish I'd never done that. I wish I would have listened to my parents better and so forth. But the thing I want to share, because I just went on a little rabbit trail there, but think about what your parents went through. Sit down sometime, interview your parents, find out mom and dad, how did you go through that? How did you do this? How do you do that? Because there's many of us, including Barb and myself, who our children still to this day have no idea the sacrifices we made. And we did it because we were parents. And it's none of their business. <laughs> so whether we went without or whether Christmas was all about them or their birthdays was all about them or school supplies and school trips and shoes and clothes was all about them. It's none of their business. They'll never find out unless they sit down and grill us and then we still might not tell them. But as parents, we do so many things for our children that they'll never find out about. And that's the cool part. It's about being a parent, being a blessing, raising our children up the way they should go, just like the word of God says, you know, and so that's key. But in that respect is so very important. And I've got a verse to share with you here. And it's out of Exodus 20th chapter. And it's one of the Ten Commandments. And of course, it's uh, verse 12. Honor your father and mother. Then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God has given you. And of course, that message was to the Israelites back then, but it's still to us today. Honor your mother and father. Now, if you're in a bad situation, that's a different story. But I'm talking about the families where you've got parents in the home. You've got you have to have respect, respect them. Of course, if they're showing you respect now, if they're being terrible to you and I mean like abusive, I don't mean telling you to clean up your room and things like that. Basic chores or spanking you every once in a while when you do something that you know you did wrong, raising my hand. I earned all my spankings and I turned out fine. But uh, having respect for your parents, love them. They're doing far more than you could even imagine behind your back to help you out and to be a blessing to you and put food on the table and clothes on your back. So with that being said, thank you, Dad, for all you've done, for all you did. The most powerful thing my father ever did was introduce us to Jesus Christ, was to bring us to church. Some people say, you know the old joke, my parents drugged me. They drugged me my whole entire life as growing up as a kid. And they're like, drugged you? Yeah, they drugged me back and forth to church. They drugged me to church on Sunday. They drugged me to, to uh, youth night, you know. So that's pretty funny when that's said. But got me into church. The days we didn't go to church, we were in the word. We all had a Bible verse to read. We talked about the Lord. They told us they loved us. So powerful. And with that, the next most powerful thing my father taught me was love everyone. No matter what color they were, love them. Love them, love them, love them, no matter who they are. Never judge a person by the color of their skin. 
And everything dad went through growing up, and I realized this last year, and I had a good talk with him about it because it really touched me. I said, you know what? My father, if he was worldly, thank God he was a Christian and is a Christian. He's a minister. But thank God he raised us the way he did because he could have, in the world's definition, the real definition of racism, not this 2020, 2021 garbage real racism, people hurting you because of the color of your skin, people killing you because of the color of your skin, people not even letting you go places because of the color of your skin, not even letting you vote and so forth. But everything they went through back then, everything they saw, he had the right in the world, if he was worldly thinker, he had the right to raise us to not like other people because of the color of their skin, because of the way he grew up. If he was worldly, don't get this twisted and don't twist my words. I said, if he was worldly, if he lived like the world instead of living kingdom living, living Christ-like and loving everyone, by the world he had an excuse because he went through so much and saw so much happen to black people. But God was in his life and he raised us to love everybody. And dad, I cannot thank you for that enough. Cannot thank you for that enough. Most of you guys know, you can see Barb over here. Barb has a lovely color to her skin. The world calls it white, but she's more of a tan type, light tan color. She's beautiful. Because my father did not pass judgment and did not pass that same sin judgment of racism in that form hating another person because of the color of their skin, he did not pass that sin on to us and cause us to pick it up and carry that with us and treat others the way they shouldn't be treated. He treated us to love. Dad, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, man. Dad, I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you for all that you've, you trained us. You trained us well. Was mom and dad perfect? No. Am I perfect? Definitely not. But I'll tell you one thing. They did the best they could with what they had, and my gosh, they did a good job. All the way down to taking us out with blankets, brand new blankets, homemade soup, plastic or plastic styrofoam cups, heated cups, that we were able to go around in Baltimore City and drive around one winter night, and we went from bench to bench, visiting poor people, praying with them, giving them a blanket, and offering them a hot cup of soup. For no reason at all but Jesus, so that God got the glory. We went out there and took care of those who had less than. And those are the things that get stamped into your brain as children. Those are the impacts you can put on your children's lives. And from growing up like that, or being a part of the helping up missions in Baltimore City, where mom and dad would tell us, hey, it's almost Christmas time, go through, check out what toys you're not using. Want you to go ahead and bless some kids with toys who don't have any toys. So we would bag up our toys and we would donate them. And so you never know who received them. But this one particular year, they were overwhelmed. They didn't have enough delivery people. And they asked dad if he could just go ahead and take the items to an address. And uh, 
we went down and it was a mother, a single mother, and I believe she had two or three boys and it was powerful. Dad told us to wait in the car. We waited in the car. He went up to the door, knocked on the door, explained who he was, and then he waved for us to bring the bags. And we brought those bags full of toys. And those children were so excited to get the toys that we were done playing with. And it's little things like that. You know, it's like the time when the man said, no, I don't want your blanket. I don't want your handout. I don't want soup. I don't want your handouts. Dad told us to get in the vehicle, and he told the man, I'm going to leave these things right here, and if you see somebody who's in need, can you please pass this blanket and soup on to them? And as soon as Dad left him and got in the vehicle, we looked out the back window of our van, and the man grabbed the blanket, he covered up with the blanket, and he drank the soup, and it was powerful because it taught us that even when somebody's down on their dumps, you treat them with love and respect. It was beautiful. You did that, Dad. So thank you for that. And uh, there's just so many things I'm thankful for. You know, Dad stepped into ministry. He went to seminary in uh, Baltimore. Um, we went overseas quite a bit, England, Germany, Australia, traveled, did many amazing things, met some awesome people. In fact, some of you are listening to this right now. So shout out to my peeps in Australia and all around the United States those of you in England and uh, but we saw a lot but in everything we did Jesus was always at the center of our family and that's so powerful and thank you dad for that you taught us how to love others you taught us how to love others no matter how they treated us that right there in itself is a mouthful you taught us how to love others regardless of how they treated us, regardless of how they looked at us based on what we looked like, regardless of who we were. That right there helped me. That was the ramp for me to get to where I am. And I look back on life and I think, you know what? Dad and mom planted those seeds in me, in us, my brothers and sisters, they planted those seeds in us, and little did we know those seeds were actually growing in us. It was just a matter of us to take notice and go, hey, why do I want to run a food pantry? I've got a hunger for wanting to run a food pantry. I've got a hunger for just being a blessing in other places, being a blessing where needed. Well, you trace it back to dad and mom taking us out and being a blessing and helping those in need and being there the way the body of Christ should be. Thank you for that. Thank you for the seed of blessings. Thank you for the seed of compassion. Thank you for the seed of love that you planted in me. Thank you, Dad, for that. You know, Dad became a minister. Now here I am, a reverend, as they call it. You know, running the ministry online, sharing the gospel, passing on the seed that was planted in me through dad and the churches we went to and the ministers, but it all started at home because you could say you're a Christian all you want, but if you're not representing at home, when your children are watching you and seeing how you're acting, it looks totally different. So remember that parents, you know, nobody's saying you got to be 
awesomely perfect because none of us are. There's only one perfect person. That was Jesus. But do the best you can represent not only outside, but represent in your home. Your children are watching you. The world is watching you when you go out of the house, but your children are watching you secretly inside the house, watching your every move, watching how you handle certain situations. And so be careful. Very important. So mom and dad, thank you for that. And of course, mom, I know you can hear me. Mom's up there with the Lord. We don't know how that all works, but sometimes you can feel her presence and that's powerful. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm not trying to sound all weird and flaky, but sometimes you can feel the presence of a loved one who has passed on. We don't know how it all works, but embrace it. Embrace it. So thank you, Dad, for that. Thank you for setting a great example for me to learn how to follow. Thank you. And if you haven't learned anything from what I've been saying today, everybody else who's listening to this, I'm 51 years old. My father's 79. I'm thanking God for him and for everything he raised me up to be. Even though I left the home at age 19 and I've been out in the world longer than I was at home, all those nuggets, all those times when he had to discipline me because I was a knucklehead, all those times he showed me love when he could have paddled my behind, all those times when you know, I've done something stupid or I did something great where he praised me or we sat down together, we talked, we hung out together, we spent time together. It was so important. Spend time with your children, parents. Spend time with your children. It's very important. No matter who you are, no matter what age you are, take time out for your children. You only have them but for so long and then they move on and leave. So what you do when the seeds you plant when they're in your home are going to be the seeds that are going to take someday, take to that soil and grow. Sound good? Boy, I'm just working it. So passage of scripture, one of my favorite ones, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. I have to share it because dad and mom were a great example. Dad, you were a great example of the love passage. And that's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. No record of being wronged. That means the stupid things I did in my past, yes, dad and I may talk about them and just remember that time or this and that. But it's not, hey, you still did this. You still did that. You remember that time I had to spank you because you did this, 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 and this? No, forgotten. Keeps no record of it. The same way Jesus keeps no record after you ask him into your life and repent of your sins. The same exact thing. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. That is my motto verses because I strive to show that same love everywhere I go with whoever it is and how I treat people. I want people to experience the love of Jesus the best I can as a human by every interaction I have with them. You know, I had a friend say one time, leave them better than you found them. I think it was Isaiah. Leave a person better than when you found them. 
That's amazing. And when you really think about that, it makes you want to go out and say, you know what? That person's down and out. I've got a message for them. I want to share something with them. I want to show them love. These things are so important. And these are things, these are seeds that my father planted in me growing up, up to the age of 19, my mother and father. So with that being said, I wanted to share that folks. And I hope that really touches someone's life. I have so much more I could share, but I just want to share that in a nutshell. Thank you, dad, for being the man of God that you are and the man of God, who you were as I was growing up, that even when I was a knucklehead from time to time, a lot, you loved me. We had a blast. We had a wonderful time. You raised us up to follow Jesus. And I can't thank you that enough. I can't thank you for that enough. So let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to share this today dedication to my amazing father. Thank you, Dad, for who you are and all you did for me. And Lord, I thank you for coming into my father's life when you did. I thank you for my grandmother and her mother and her mother before her. And all those generations that passed down the word of God, that passed down the Bible, that passed down how to live a Christ-like life. I thank you for all the parents out there listening and the children. I pray for their relationships, Lord. We pray for children of all ages, whether you're 10 or whether you're 50, to open your eyes. And for those parents out there that truly deserve it, for those children to contact their parents and let them know how much they love them and to be thankful for everything that they did. We pray for the scales to be removed from children's eyes who are stubborn, who just think that their parents were a certain way when really they weren't. Really they were a loving way, but they just don't know the full story. Lord, we pray for families. We pray for fathers. We pray for mothers. We pray for single fathers, single mothers who are out there trying to raise their children and do the best they can. We pray for marriages, that they'll come to know each other in a greater way so that they'll learn what true love is, so they can love each other and show their children how to love each other. So, Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity to share this message today because I do not take it lightly. Thank you for all my listeners and watchers out there. And we just thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. There you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. It's great to be back in the studio. Hope you like the new setup for those of you who are watching it. Really growing, really getting things done up. It's exciting. It's all for the Lord. Thank you so much once again, Dad. Thanks for tuning in to all the episodes, Dad. I really appreciate our discussions when you let me know that you're watching. It really means a lot. It really, really means a lot. So thank you. Dedicated to you, Dad. I love you. <laughs> so hey, folks, don't forget to get connected. Don't forget we're on Amazon. We're on audiobook. We're on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeart, Radio, Spotify. Uh, Facebook, of course, YouTube, Instagram. Let's get connected on Instagram as well. Just look up relevance for today. So with that being said, hey, listen, love to hear from you folks. Let's get connected. Let me know what's going on in your lives. Hey, let me know how this message touched your life as well. So with that being said, hey, God bless you all. Take care of yourselves. Hey, by the way, Stable Landing, great Christian clothing. Don't forget about Stable Landing. Stable landing. 
Hey, with that being said, God bless. Take care of yourselves. Love you all. Peace.